Martin. Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Oh yeah. Welcome back to Jobber Talk with me, Martin. Martin. What the hell was that? Anyway, yes, I'm back. Welcome to Jobber Talk. And I will tell you that this mic is not a pipe bomb. It's not a wand. It's really just a microphone. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for disappointing you. Jokes aside, this is going to be my brief, brief review of MWF's MWF Republica. It's the second event of the Manila Wrestling Federation that happened last June 10, 2017 at the MCS Arena at Makati Cinema Square. So if you missed out on the uh, wrestling action of the guys and gals of MWF, I'm going to break down the six matches that happened that day. But before that, let me tell you something. Um, there was this... Uh, Long spiel by MWF ring announcer, Sonny Go. So yeah, I finally figured out the guy's name. Because the sound system is freaking better now. So props to MWF from, from that standpoint for the improved sound system from last show. And I think this really helped flesh out the characters of everyone that had mic time this show. So good job. Um, I really felt that the... A uh, slightly long promo of Mr. Go was pretty okay. It was nice to add a flavor to a character who's an announcer. I may be in the minority of that because most people, I think we already saw that online saying that, hey, you're the ring announcer. Don't have to make a character out of yourself. Don't have to put yourself into canon. Well, maybe, just maybe, this announcer and MWF is making a step towards a different path for their announcers. Heck, maybe they're referees in the long term or some other crew that we may not be sure of. That's just me. So the only gripe I had might be how long it was. And then it spiraled into a longer promo time with five other people, but the next part was pretty good because if you missed out on the last show, they they pretty much gave you a brief summary. There's a commissioner, Mike Sannon. He introduced Gig Striker, Mr. Lucha, and Robin Sane. The problem was only two showed up. Mr. Lucha was kind of replaced by Mr. Rex Lawin and his life coach, Gus Queens. Uh, apparently Gus Queens also funds the MWF. So there's a little power struggle between Mr. Queens and Mr. Shannon in MWF storyline terms. Which is something I am very interested to see down the line on the next few shows of MWF. So Mr. Lawin wanted to fight Mr. Gig Striker. And ask them why did he challenge Lucha and Sane instead of Lawin? Gig Striker had the very, very logical answer of, well, I kinda beat you, man, so buzz off. Mr. Lucha made his way to ringside, uh, although he was bound and gagged. Thank God for the unnamed um, audience member who helped him untie the knots or the tape. 
when he said nabastos siya ni Rex Lawin at ni Gus Queens so bad that you know what I don't care about Gig Striker and Robin Sane going at it for now in the future I'll kick both of your asses but right now I wanna kick Rex Lawin's ass and that kids is the story of how we had those two matches drawn together so in the main event we had on one corner gig striker mwf's action hero taking on the high-flying daredevil-like antics of the robin sane on the other end we have another match featuring the man who exudes philippine strong style in mwf in rex lawin and the masked crusader known as Mr. Lucha. Very big time events in one event for MWF. You know, this one. But the fun and games don't end there. Uh, I was actually entertained in the next segment. Like the Prophet of Light, Moises Liwanag, was joined by Brother Jomar. He might be the famous Brother Jomar, of uh, that federation with Soul Rock or Hearthstone? If not, hey, I love the coincidental uh, name of Brother Jomar. And this is where things get interesting when Jomar and Moises picked around three people and these audience members looked very familiar. Why? Because two of them looked like members of the network. One looked like Idol, one looked like Alexander Belmonte III, and the other guy, our friend Tarek, kind of looks like Jesus Christ. Uh, Moises prayed over the crowd members and they felt the light. And that was kind of epic. So yeah, props to them for doing that segment before the match between Moises and Frankie 13. The match was kind of good. I mean, it worked for me. It was entertaining. There was a crowd fight. Both guys' energies were high, like on the 10 to 10 level, on a 10 over 10 level. And the ending, wow, man. It was like they did the uh, Batman versus Bane thing where Moises was Bane and he grabbed Frankie and he did that backbreaker that made Bane proud. And somewhere in Argentina, a man called El Aso Waipo wiped, shed a tear. Because his very famous backbreaker has been used effectively by Moises Liwanag when he lifted up Frankie 13 and broke his back like so with his knee. Okay, I don't know what happened with me right there. But yeah, very props to you guys for that Batman reference. Now next match had another reference of the Eldub kind. It was... Fabio Makisig with his manager, I guess his new manager, uh, I think his name is Jomar. No, wait, no, that wasn't Jomar, that's Banjo, Banjo, yeah, Banjo, taking on Aldrin Richards. So a bit of Yaya Fab versus Aldrin right there. I love this Fabio Makisa character. He flips, he dives, you know, he does this acrobatic thing and he disses the audience so well. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me do this trick. Nah, you didn't pay enough. Ulul. It, it's like a cross of a, let's just say I like it. That's it. I, I just, I don't know why, but I like this character very much. 
he's he's very bad to the bone and then after the match after he played around with his uh, opponent hit his Primera Clásica Sipa for the win he went on the mic he tried to piss off certain people in the crowd and, and the manager grabbed the mic and said uh, guys uh, pagpasensya mo lang si Fabio just forget what he said remember the awesome match he just lacks sleep we're going home now bye guys this is a very good kind of dynamics between manager and talent. If I thought the dynamics between Gus Queens and Rex Lawin was interesting, this is going to be interesting down the line with Fabio and Banjo. I, I hope I got the name right. If not, I blame Michael Bueza for his article because I thought it read Banjo. So yeah, that's all I can say. Good job, guys. Morgan Vaughn versus Hanzelo Silva. It's the battle of the two up-and-coming stars of MWF. These guys put on a good match. There was the figure eight by Morgan Vaughn. There was these nice crisp kicks by both guys. Like first the kick on the ropes by Hanzelo. Well, you know, he kicked Vaughn while Vaughn was trapped on the ropes and then Vaughn did his uh, yes kicks, or now we call it glitch kicks. That's kind of cool, right? Glitch kicks, because he's the glitch. Apparently, he used his powers of glitching to mess up Sonny Ghost announcing. Instead of Silva coming out, the one who came out first was Morgan Vaughn. Coincidence that the glitch of MWF came out and was introduced wrongly. I don't think so. So, just saying, there's a lot of glitches going on and... Maybe that would have been cool. But yeah, he pointed out the glitch. So it'll be funny next time if that happens again. Morgan's like, it's okay, Sonny. I made you glitch. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll stop laughing now. But yeah, maybe he'd do that in the future because he knows what he does. So yeah, after the match, we saw... Angelo go on the mic and dedicate the match to his mom in a very moving promo. Good job, Hans. You did a great match. So next match is also good. Mr. Lucha taking on Rex Lawin. Will Rex Lawin gain his first victory in MWF? Or will Mr. Lucha go 2-0 after fighting the man of Filipino strong style? It was a very hard-fought match. Lawin rained on the hard chops, the hard kicks to Mr. Lucha. Um, he was also very vocal with the audience. He went at it. He jaw-jacked a couple of people. Uh, one of them kind of looked like Camus. You don't do that, man. We hashtag protect Camus, man. Very good exchange of offense. And uh, Mr. Lucha won the match with a very nice diving elbow drop from the top rope. Ooh, yeah. Dig it, yeah. So, the next match is a match between two mysterious characters of the MWF. One is a guy we have met in the last match. Well, last show. It's Ninja Ryujin, the mysterious green ninja, taking on Ashura, the newest, one of the newer faces of MWF who's equally as mysterious. She was like, wearing bandages that covered her face, covered her arms and legs. This is a very interesting take on her uh, character. 
for me, it, it reminded me of a Naruto episode where it was Naruto versus that sand guy who had red hair. I'm sorry, I don't watch Naruto. I only saw a couple of episodes and kind of blanked out. But yeah, it's a very interesting matchup. Um, two mysterious people and short and sweet match. Very fast-paced. Ninja got his first pinfall in MWF after delivering an Asai DDT on his opponent. I'm very interested to see how Ashura fits into the MWF lore going forward from next shows onward, because this is a very intriguing character, no doubt about that. So uh, yes, can't wait to see more of her and Ninja Ryujin, of course. And finally, let's go on to the main event, Robin Sane versus Gig Striker. It's one of the best matches of the card. Very back and forth. Hard chops by Mr. Sin on the corner. And then he got his head rammed on the turnbuckle by Gig Striker. And we saw him do the Ric Flair flop. Woo! And I love the fact that Gig Striker still did the FPJ uh, flurry punches and the whole slap over the head with thing. That, that was very entertaining. I love that. So yeah. And then there was this point where he tried to do the asentado, but Robin Sane blocked it. Robin Sane did a clover leaf, but Giggs reversed it into the asentado a few seconds later. That was amazing. However, after Robin Sane planted Striker with a sit down power bomb and readied himself for the win, guess who comes out there cheering on for Robin Sane? It's the coach himself. It's Coach Gus Queens cheering Sane. And it distracted Sane. Sane got spun around. Calibria 316. One, two. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Um, we see Gig Striker breaking the pin when he noticed Gus Queens ringside. And he said, No, I think I know why you're here. You distracted my opponent. I'm not gonna win this way, man. I ain't gonna win this way. So, right there and then, you see the character of him being the action hero doing what's right he could win but he knows he can win fair and square and that would happen again soon but at the end of the day um he forgot that robin sane's a high flyer and he got planted on the mat again and robin sane finished him off for the 450 splash for the win of this main event good it was a very great matchup. Uh, post-match, we saw Robin Sane walking past Gus. Gus Queens wanted to fight Gig Striker. But Gig said, yeah, we'll fight at another time. And you better get ready. But before Giggs can get out, Rex Lowen, you know, he, he just did what he did last time. He beat him up, put him back to the ring, lock him up with that leg dro leg uh, lock, and forced Mike Shannon to give him the rematch. It's going to be on MWF September show. It'll be Rex Lowen taking on Mr. Action Hero himself, Giggs Striker. The show ended with the MWF locker room clearing up and trying to break up these two people from fighting and finalizing it with Mike Shannon announcing that, yeah, we'll have that match in September. 
So my thoughts. Um, first of all, good job, MWF. I love the matches. Uh, the show was nice. Um, the promo, I, I guess I'm happy to see that they use the promo time to establish their characters. Ring announcer, the commissioner, the top names, Gig Striker, Mr. Lucha, Sane, Gus Queens, and Rex Lawin. However, maybe they did it a bit longer than expected of the fans. So yeah, it kind of hit the uh, diminishing marginal utility of most of us. But hey, it's it's just their second show. So I guess there's still room for improvement anyway, and they will improve, I bet. I bet you that. And yeah, the matches were better than the last show, so they really improved their ring work a couple of months later. And I can't wait to see how much they'll be improving on their ring work and everything else come September. So it's just almost less than three months away, post-APCC. What do you think about that, huh? So if you're not yet sold on to watching MWF on September, I don't know what I am going to do to convince you. Uh, these guys are a startup federation. Big things are going to happen, I guess, in the near future for the Philippine wrestling scene. And they'll be one of those wrestling companies that's going to lift the scene up to international audiences. Maybe through YouTube or somewhere else, but yeah. So good job, MWF, and I can't wait for September. And I can't wait for you guys to subscribe to Jobber Talk and subscribe to Channel14.com, baby. You know, you can help us unsuck by donating to PayPal or being our monthly patron at Patreon. You love Jobber Talk, you love our other shows. Well, we have a Patreon account, baby. And let me... Help me stop saying baby, baby, by going to patreon.com slash channel 14. You can also follow us on the Twitter. That's at CH14. CH14, all letters, no numbers, please. And we got a YouTube page. And uh, you can catch me on my Medium page. No, I'm, I'm a bit more active on my medium.com now. It's at the Martin V. All right. And take care. Good night. And if you reach this part, this is the off-tangent segment. Yes, back with the off-tangent segment. What has happened in the past few months, weeks, days? Well, Survivor has ended and no, my pick for Jeff Barner did not pan out. The winner of Survivor Game Changers is Sarah Lucina from Survivor Cagayan. So, two of Cops Are Us, so that's 100% of the Cops Are Us membership has won a Survivor game. First was Tony Vlachos in Cagayan, and this time is Sarah in Game Changers. So, Sarah, Sarah, I need to congratulate you, man. And here, here I am saying... This is huge. Oh, you needed this. Oh, oh. Uh, and that's my Tony Vlachos impression. I'm sorry if it sucks. Because you should not be reaching uh, the off-tangent segment portion whatsoever, ever so often. Um, 
next episode, uh, watch out. I'm going to have a special guest. Clue, he has been part of PWR and he's currently part of MWF. So yeah, that's a very big, 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 big spoiler alert. And he won't be the next... He won't be the only guest I'll have in the next future episodes of Jobber Talk. We have a few guests lined up now by hook or by crook. I will get these guests by the end of 2017. You got that, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'll be also in a guest role capacity in the near future. And that podcast name is... (laughs) 